DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Bot Pod. How's it going, Johnny? I'm good, man. I'm good. I am stuffed from a very full weekend of food. Nice. What do you guys have? Um, so on Friday, I actually got together with my brother dave the wave dave the wave let's go dude. <laughs> yeah um and we actually did a, a seder meal do you know what a seder meal is no idea okay so it's basically like a jewish passover uh, meal uh in preparation for easter and so we did it kind of a uh with a christian spin to it and it was really really cool it was my first ever seder meal but it's heavy like heavy lamb because you know how in the Old Testament, they used to sacrifice lambs and put the blood on the the wall okay, or the front door. Or ever, something else. It's like symbolism, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So there's a lot of symbolism, like like dipping in uh, really bitter herbs into vinegar and eating it. And what that was to significant was or to signify was a like a bitter reality of. Uh, slavery back in the day and dipping it into the tears of the slaves and then and then identifying with that and it was kind of like that's what a lot of the the rulers did back then and how things were kind of progressed uh so it was um yeah it was very interesting i definitely learned a lot um yeah that's interesting for sure yeah yeah it was no it was really cool and then throughout the weekend we had i actually had another meal with my bible study we got together for easter and we had more lamb and then on sunday we had a big roast so i am very full (laughs) did you have the whole weekend like friday and monday off or just yeah yeah i had friday to sunday and we actually had an in-person church service on sunday um aren't you guys locked down yeah we are we had it um a good friend of mine, he his property is massive, and he has like his own private beach and man-made lake. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so a baptism or what? Yeah, so we had a baptism, nice. which is great, and uh, yeah, and so we had like this huge open beach, and there's no restrictions for an outdoor church service apart from social distancing and and masks. Oh, that's but, that's sweet. Yeah, so we made it work, and uh, it was it was as so sick so i'm glad that we were able to do that hey, man. yeah how about you how was your easter um pretty chill i was gonna go to saskatchewan but they're locked down so i couldn't go yeah so i just kind of chilled um facetime my parents on sunday watched watch the service so pretty chill pretty chill right on right on did you uh did you make uh your way to the grocery store to make something special um i had butter chicken oh there you go so I had a little bit of fancy food there so you know what's your go-to vegetable side um i'm like an extremely lazy cook so it's usually just like a salad okay like a caesar salad or just a garden salad 
is it like pre-made salad out of the package or is it like you just get an iceberg lettuce and then I, make I just it? chop up some romaine oh, okay yeah and maybe if i have a tomato or a cucumber put some of that in there or avocado nice i'm a big nice. avocado guy really yeah Love i avocado. wouldn't put that by you it's like my favorite favorite I guess it's a vegetable. Yeah. It's very, what is it? Is it a fatty vegetable? Is it's that what like it's called? It's extremely fatty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I like guac. I think I think just avocado is too bland for me. Yeah. But, I never have hey. it like by itself. Usually like on right, a sandwich right. or in a salad or. Do you have like too. those famous avocado bread salmon things that. No. Like avocado okay, okay. toast? Yeah. No. Basically, I just have it in salad or like. And tacos are on a sandwich. That was like my okay. three, three main, main ways. Nice. Okay. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah. yeah I yeah, like. Pretty good weekend though. Pretty, pretty chill. Good, good to have a bit of a break, you know? Yeah. No, 100%. You need that. No, that's good. And do you guys have good weather up there? We had the most amazing weather on Sunday. It was insane. It was actually pretty good. Um, We had snow Monday, Tuesday. Oh my word. And then it was up to plus 20 on the weekend though. So it was nice. Okay. Very nice. Plus 20. Wow. Yeah, I got some uh, outside time in, which is good. Yeah, 100%. And we had such a great start to the week by uh, watching the finale of March Madness. I'm sad it's over. I was I was yeah, crying man. during one shining moment. So I was like, man, it's all over. But... What a tourney. Yeah. I, I, missed, uh, I missed the fans, obviously. Yeah, they had a couple there, but... Definitely the fans make a huge difference usually. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, man. College fans are insane. But yeah, the, yeah no, it was, there's just UCLA, man. What a run. The UCLA Gonzaga game saved the tournament. Yeah. 100%. Because if that game didn't happen, basically from the Sweet 16 on, there are no good games. Mm. So having that on Saturday night, Especially compared to the the what the final ended up being, was huge because everyone's gonna remember that um and not remember how kind of under honestly underwhelming the rest of the tournament was minus the like the first two rounds with with the upsets and stuff but like from the the sweet sixteen on there really wasn't like any good games so yeah hmm. yeah no I I'm with you there I think it was more so just the crazy headlines of upsets and like oral roberts and yeah like oral roberts will be cool remembered stories, but... obviously the ucla team will be remembered and zag will be remembered Jean. for for uh choking freaking sister gene <laughs> yeah yeah there there's some good moments but yeah man baylor though came out to play they played literally like a perfect game yeah blew my mind their, their defense I was, not was, was spot on um their their three-point shooting was literally lights out it went 10 for 23 from three compared to gonzaga's five for 17 90 percent free throw shooting 14 offensive rebounds and this is the difference of the game 14 offensive rebounds and then 14 turnovers uh mm. gonzaga had like you you swing half of those back two-point game if everything's at two but baylor literally yeah. just played lights was, out yeah like really yeah the rebounds were like the biggest thing for me yeah like sixteen offensive rebounds is just so stupid. Yeah, and they even, were and the fact all that over they're the basically every single one of their bigs had like three fouls, four fouls extremely early on in the game. Yeah. And like Thamba fouled out like with eight minutes left. Yeah. Still weren't even get able to get anyone going. But And despite all of this, even before this game, I had already locked up our uh, our little 
wager. Yeah, so you ended up with 61 points. I ended up with 59 points. But here's the kicker. My team's won 34 games, and your team's won 29 games. So you worked smarter, yeah. not harder. You just won the games that were more points. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, my first two picks. Who is, a, who is your... See, so here's the thing. So I went Gonzaga and then Baylor. What was the pick in between? Did you go Michigan? I had Michigan and Illinois in between. Oh, I, I went so for the Baylor was my fourth pick. No, it was your second, but he, Baylor was picked four off the board. Yeah, fourth overall. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Smart think over here. I mean, if I... Let's say I picked Baylor instead of Michigan, to be fair, because like, I wanted Illinois. GG's. Yeah. I don't even know what the score would be. Oh, just bad drafting by me, I guess. Like good drafting everywhere else because of how many other games I won. But yeah. yeah, did you watch the TSN feed of the final? No, I didn't. Oh my gosh, I was so pissed off. There was a Why? what happened? There's a Canadian on Gonzaga named what's his freaking name? Um, Andrew Nembhard. Yep. They literally spent the entire 35 minute halftime on a story about him. <laughs> didn't talk about the game at all and he just talked about this guy and he was like honestly like literally the backup point guard who's like yeah. kind of worked his way into a few more minutes the tournament like later in the year but i just i hate when tsn does that i can't <laughs> stand it yeah that's so rough like i get it as canadians like you gotta back canadians but like a little different from a like who's that tennis player that's actually good bianca yeah bianca bianca Andres Andreescu. Like, she's actually good. So, like, I'm fine with him giving they, her all the love. But, like, a freaking backup guard, bro. Talk about yeah. the game. <laughs> just, like, show a little bit of, like, we've been there before, you know? Like, just, like, in the States, that just never happens. Because everyone's from there. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really rough. I, th I think I was watching the ESPN's uh, feed. So, did not catch all that. Yeah, it was terrible. The big rip um yeah i think that's uh i think that's all we need to talk about about the tourney yeah where are you uh where are you at for the kate cunningham jalen suggs jared butler evan mobley conversation mm, i don't really know i still think kate goes first overall yeah we go Cade, Evan Mobley second, and then Suggs Butler. Third I fourth. would, I kind of want to do Butler over Suggs. Yeah, but... size. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Just like Jalen Suggs is literally like a like a born like he was Mister Basketball and Mister Football in in, in uh, state of Minnesota. Is oh really? So he's like a just a baller. Okay, but his the skills are a little bit different than than Butler. Yeah, yeah, man. I think that's exactly what it would kind of look like. Let's see here, Rick. 6'3", Butler 6'3", 195, but he's older. Suggs yeah, how much older freshman. is he? He's a junior. Jared Butler's a junior. Okay. Suggs is a freshman. Okay. But Suggs is, he's like 6'2". Oh, he's 6'5". I thought he was 6'2". Wikipedia says 6'4". 6'4", 205, yeah. That'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. Freaking Pistons better freaking have one of those guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> None of these losing these lotteries anymore. Yeah, you guys need something to go your way. Frick, yeah. Can't watch Jeremy Grant just put up 20 points a game. So bad. Yeah. Uh, moving into NBA, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Jay Rue contract. I mean, you kind of had to do that based on how much you traded away for him. Yeah. So four years, 134 million, basically three years because he can opt out. I mean, yeah, I guess my take is they basically just kind of had to do that. Now they've sunk huge contracts into Middleton, Giannis, and Giroux, which is like, I guess that's fine, but call me when they do something in the playoffs. 
kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that if there is like a like a winner in this kind of contract, it would be Jeru's agent because he just as soon as the trade happened, like you, exactly what you said, he just used that chip to be like you guys gave up so much, you're exactly. doing a max deal. You have and to. uh yeah, like he, you'd be such like, a hate to let him like yeah. walk or like have disgruntled uh, negotiations. Yeah, like yeah, I think the Bucks just put them in a position that they couldn't get out of, and Jay Ru's agent knew that, yeah. and it was like you guys have to do do a max deal, and I think it's like it is a lot for Jay Ru. Um, but I I'm a huge fan of Jay Ru, and I think there's not enough guards like him, so I think yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. I think it's fine. We just, like you said, we need to see, start seeing a substantial ends in playoffs. So, yeah, 105 million for the big three next year, 113 in two years, and 120 in three years. That's a okay. large chunk of your salary, but Giannis has honestly been extremely healthy for the way he plays. Yeah, same man. with Middleton, and then Drew. I think he was injured a bit in the first uh, first part of the year, but come back and and like he's a good defender on perimeter defender too, which you gotta obviously put in for that too. So yeah, basically they just kind of walked themselves into this. Yep, I hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. And um, by the way, um, I did want to say uh, Raptors looking like they got a snipe in Trent. You think? Yo, I think the <laughs> Dude, the man yeah, what he hit a buzzer beater oh but like the game before that he got 31 he's putting up over like his last four games i think he's averaging like almost 22 points per game and like over 50 percent uh from the field and and he gets the buzzer beater and i think he's yeah he's only 22 like they if anything they just got good age and a guy that is literally pretty much the same player as powell yeah okay i, I see where you're at for that and powell had to get signed back next year anyways yeah what's so he's still on his i don't know gary's contract you know he's not still on his end first contract he's only two years in the league yeah yeah i mean he's he's played like but you guys also don't have much other like options no just good no we don't. To, like he's taken he took he's taken plus 15 looks a game yeah oh in that game that he scored 31 he put up 33 shots yeah yeah i mean like, like he's I mean, putting it up there yeah what are your like I think I asked you this last time, like is Kyle Lowry gonna come back? Like do you think that's part of the future? I feel like he's gonna retire. Really? Yeah. He might do one more year. I at think the he's gear enough for one more one more contract, bro. I mean he might. I don't think he's got a whole lot in him and I think he wants to end off on a better note than where the Raptors are trajected to kind of go. Yeah, like I think he's but you think he's just gonna retire after this year, not go some somewhere else? Or you think that it's Toronto or nothing. I think it's Toronto or nothing. Really? I think he's somewhere else, bro. Hey, maybe. I think like Philly or LA next year. I would uh I would love to see yeah, him look, back up DeJounte Murray. If he backed up DeJounte Murray and played with De- DeRozan. Okay, oh, I, I that, that. you said the DeRozan piece. I wouldn't I I think that would be very Or they go somewhere together. What's DeRo- DeRozan's got to be? Yeah, they can maybe go somewhere together. Oh, it looks like they're already kind of mailing it in with them. He's been injured with the foot, but now they're just like, "No, we're just going to take him out." Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're they're not going to be playing out the rest of this year, especially as they lost Aldridge. So they're going to get a lot of youth starts. Like White's going to get a lot more action, and um, Dejounte. I'm talking is... about I'm talking about Lowry. Oh, you're talking about Lowry. Yeah, like he's got a foot thing, and now he's out like a week and a bit. Oh yeah, no, they're 
Yeah, no, I feel this like is the Rosen's last year, dude. You think they might go somewhere together? That'd be sick. I mean, if he's not on the wraps, I want him to end up on the same team as Rosen. I think that'd, yeah, be, that'd be sick. So lit. But I just don't see Lowry leaving. I don't. I don't either. But also, like, I think it's a little too early for him to retire. Yeah, like thirty-five years old, and he's still he's still great, he's still competitive. Like seventeen points per game, and he's had like a pretty injury-riddled season on a terrible yeah. team that's like just like clawing back into these games, even though they absolutely just destroyed the freaking Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, Gary, I think went plus fifty-four in that game. Yeah, they were like doubling them in the fourth quarter that that's day. insane yeah i don't know i don't think he's done but i also okay. like it's just a tough situation for because they've wanted to trade him it's just 30 mil a year and like no one none of the contenders could fit yeah cap space yeah we'll see we'll see it'll be interesting that's for sure um yeah man basketball is still getting good i uh i don't really have there's not too much to update not too much going on right now no, i'm fired up for the playing games though that's basically where i'm at the, okay yeah we're right on the same wavelength yeah. right now I'm not watching too many games at this point. I'm kind of just I'm, uh, I'm. If there's a good matchup, coasting. I'll throw it on. But yeah, dialed into the playing games, keeping track. Hundred percent. Uh, let's move to hockey. Do it. What is in the news for hockey apart from tonight? Taylor Hall being scratched. We're back on the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> We're back. Yep. It didn't take that long. <laughs> didn't take long at all. They are a topic of discussion. Let's talk about Taylor Hall first. Where is he going? Taylor Hall, Matthew he's going. Barzell. Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, especially with Lee gone. He's only going to be a rental. I don't think he would even sign back. No, no, no. He wouldn't sign back. Um, <laughs> Taylor yeah, Hall totally hedged the situation, though. Yeah. There were teams that were, like, totally willing to give him a bigger deal more years, but he just was like, just in case something bad happens, I want to go for a cup. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just sign a one-year. And get dealt yeah. to the deadline if things go bad. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be looked down upon like a like a Jeff Skinner kind of contract. Yeah. <laughs> so at least he's now very favorably um, going to tradable. That, yeah. Yeah. I've seen some stuff of them trying to get him over in Toronto. Have you Have you seen any of that? I've seen a lot of that. What are you? I don't like it at all. I think he like I I he just brings too much package with him. And you guys could not fit that in there. We could fit it in it, yeah. If we because what space do you guys you, they can retain fifty percent, right? Yeah, but no, that's the thing is they can you can get fifty percent held by two teams. So you get the nine mil um cut in half to four and a half, and then you get that four and a half retained by another team for another draft pick. Oh, so you'd, it'd be like a three-team... Three-team trade where there's just... con Like, that's the idea of what people are talking about, is getting either oh, Hall or Forsberg as a left-wing partner with Tavares and Nylander. Um, so yeah. that's, like, the main look right now. It's either, it's either getting that left-wing slot or getting a more bolstered defender like Dennis Savard. So I have seen Linus Allmark also in trade talks with Toronto. Really? We Jack have no Campbell's idea how. So good. Well, okay, dude, I'm getting so annoyed at Toronto Media <laughs> and TSN and everyone because all they're just Are everyone's they just, just stroking like, them hard, probably. Well, no, no, they're not even. They they're stroking them hard, but in a way that's saying Campbell looks to be an amazing backup goalie moving forward. Oh, I and know, it's just like I've heard some stuff that he's like could be starter material. Well, I I see like fan content 
like absolutely praising the guy and loving the guy but then everything i see from tsn sports center everything everyone's just saying they've really found their backup 1b goalie and it's like 1b okay, okay yeah 1b yeah sure yeah so like the, they're thinking of getting linus allmark and then because freddie's his injury is so questionable and he's also i what think was it quite depressed. yeah i think a lot of his mental issues though because oh. he dealt with that last year and i think the toronto toronto hate towards him is really getting to him dude uh, yeah that's so which would be interesting if we got rid of freddie because i know austin matthews is best friends with freddie yeah they play Fortnite all the time right yeah well and they lived together all off season the past two seasons just them in arizona with matthews Dang. so that like that worries me if we got rid of freddie what matthews would think or say or do come his contract end or something but um so yeah i don't really know what the goal is there i think i think linus allmark would be an amazing 1a goalie with yeah soup so and cheaper too yeah even though like with the way freddie's play and like he'll probably be cheaper because his contract's up too right yeah well yeah that's the other thing because i don't think we even want to sign freddie back yeah, so you might as well at least get a third back for him that you could trade to get Taylor Hall or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Definitely lots of talks in Toronto. But, dude, at least Buffalo ended their losing skid. That's true. You live jinxed them last time. I live jinxed them. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, that looks like painful. they're going to come off with the win 3 nothing going into the second or whatever. Okay, but yeah. it was still Philly that ended up losing to them. That's I jinxed true. them, so you... and Philly came yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I wasn't there to save their butt the second time. You you meant to save for the the next game against Philly, not the one yeah. that we're currently playing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's exactly it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that you kind of interpreted that for the game that was going yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that yeah. uh, I'm losing so, skid's done. I'm so glad that like Ottawa or Detroit are not the laughing stock of the league. Yeah. I couldn't okay. take that for like three of my teams, hockey Baseball or basketball and football. Yeah. Even though like, fo- basketball laughing stock this year is probably the Timberwolves. Mm, yeah. And then football is just always a line. So, like, it's just literally permanent one. But yeah. I think, um, I think Philly's getting into that conversation recently. They're, they've had a bad skid. It all started with that, uh, what's it called? Zabinajad 100 point period or whatever it was. Yeah. He's gotten two of those against <laughs> Philly. Imagine he, he had two six point games against Philly this year. So twelve points in two games against Philly. His his Philly splits are probably insane right now. Points per yeah, game I wise. think he's <laughs> I think he's tied right now for the most points against a single team in a single season. Hey, I well, think that's what I saw. Fire me up. He has, for, do they have another game against them? Maybe. I think I think he has like sixteen points in four games against them. Let's see here. New York plays Philly two times April twenty second, April twenty third. Lamons have been a jazz. <laughs> yeah, that'd be big. Yeah. It's it's looking like our uh Stanley Cup rematch first round will be happening. Yeah. Unfortunately the stars just, just caught up to them. You're also projection is looking more likely because of the amount of games pushed back for Vancouver. Yes. Except I heard something today that they might just if it's like Ottawa, Vancouver, like they might just not play those games at the end of the <laughs> yeah. year because they might not matter. Yeah, I heard that. I heard like some weird ruffles that uh, Vancouver might <laughs> just shut cha- down or the season. <laughs> might shut down the season. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what does that mean for drafts? Yeah, 
It will like, exactly. It would be so odd. Yeah, they have thirty-five that'd be, points. That'd be such a rip. Yeah, unfortunately, be... down this stretch here, the North Division's locked up. Yeah, and like, oh, Edmonton and Winnipeg are gonna fight each other for two, three seed. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then Toronto is just so many, so far ahead, and Montreal is. Montreal has four games in hand on it on these guys, but they also lost to Ottawa on the weekend yeah i don't have too much faith in them however hey they have eric Stahl, the new That's face true. of montreal so That's true i'm i'm glad that montreal's chosen to develop a, a player like eric Stahl in their yeah system. yeah exactly um <laughs> that might be like the biggest regret of eric Stahl's career finishing off his year in buffalo <laughs> he's so happy he's gone yeah like that would be the worst thing well, like taylor hall's probably rejoicing that he doesn't have to suit up tonight and he'll get dealt with in the next week i don't even know what to make of taylor hall anymore i don't even know if he's a good player Dude, i would love to see trophy, him bro like <laughs> oh i know i want to see him i would love to see him go to a team and absolutely destroy and then it would just point to buffalo's system entirely yeah, freaking, yeah we'll see okay freaking maybe torts to buffalo next year just, just screw them even more. Yeah, <laughs> honestly though, if if Torts is gone Buffalo's looking year. for someone, Torts is hundred percent gone this year. The only reason that they're holding on to him is because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, he's gonna be gone, and Buffalo's gonna need to find someone. And hey, like May as well, give it a shot. Okay, here's the question: Buffalo Sabers over under ten wins. They have eight right now. Twenty games left to play. Hundred percent over. Yeah, they're tied tonight against New Jersey. It depends how they're many games do they have. Though. And like Eichel's gonna just not play probably for the last two two weeks. That's true. That's true. But I'm really curious, um, how many games they have left against New Jersey because that is their main like source of wins. Source of wins. Yeah, I can pull that up for you because they're tied right now. Um, but I think they could squeak out. Oh, they might. They might get ten. I want twenty games. They have one. Okay, this is their schedule. They have one game against New Jersey on Thursday. And then it's the combination of the New York's, uh, looks like six Boston games, and uh, Pittsburgh, Washington, and New York. That's all that's left. And one Philly okay. game. Hey, I mean, <laughs> the one thing is, is that Buffalo has had some, if I remember correctly, they've had some shaky games uh, against her Boston has had some shaky games against Buffalo. Like they had one game where the Buffalo should have won. I think they're up two nothing. There's a three two recently, last week probably. Yeah, that was the game that I was like, whole Buffalo might yeah, get their up, win. They're here. up two one going into the the last five minutes of the third. Yeah, that was the game. Jeez. Yeah, and, Bo- so and Boston looks weird, man. Kryptonite is Buffalo to Boston. It could be. I think they'll get over ten. Most of these divisions are honestly locked up. It's looking like, I mean, twenty yeah. games is a lot. Like you get hot for a week and you can change the whole script. Yeah, you but really the, could. The Central and the the West are. No, I thought the West was going to be absolute buns this year, and they're actually kind of like San Jose has honestly surprised me more wins than losses. But Arizona is honestly a wagon this year, which was surprising to me too. Yep. But North looking locked up, and the East is basically locked up. Philly, Boston, close, but Boston has two games in hand. So yeah, man, hockey is is rounding out but it's coming uh yeah trade deadline I'm also plus the stretch here is gonna be fun trade deadline is gonna be very interesting this is another thing i don't think i i really don't know if toronto will go for a like you 
think they make a move? Player. You think they may make a move at all? Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. Do they still have their first? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so that's for sure gone. Yeah, I think they'll make a move for sure. Do you want any Senators players? <laughs> we don't really have anyone like... Yeah, I'm trying to think. No, we don't really I mean, have I would anyone take... that, that would be beneficial for you guys. I would take Watson. Beneficial. I would take Watson as a as a taxi player in case Simmons gets injured again. Because as soon as Simmons got injured, we lacked some body. Yeah, but isn't that like Galchenyuk? No, he's not really body. Nah, he's trying, but you got a goal I wouldn't mind day, Watson. Huh? Okay, okay, I'd be I'd be fine to part Watson. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah, we'll have to keep our eyes on it. I think what trade deadline ends when April twelfth. Okay, yeah, so we got some time, but. I I think it would be pretty exciting. I think some teams are going to make some moves. Yep, definitely. And there's good players on bad teams, mm-hmm. so it'll be good. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we got to talk about some football now. Dude, we got it. Freaking mock draft season, baby. Mock draft. Yeah, this is gonna be a sweet segment. But we got to talk about first because this affects the mock draft so much. Quite a bit, actually. Sam Darnold on the move to the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers picking up Sam Darnold. What was it for? A second, a third, and a fourth? A second, a fourth, and a sixth. I'm trying to pull up mm. which years they were. Uh, I guess I have to grade. Um, I can't figure out what year. I don't think anyone knows what years they are. Fair they're enough. All, they're all next year, except the sixth is this year. So basically not much of a haul this year to the sixth. But honestly, good trade for both teams, in my opinion. Well, if we go Jets first, like obviously they're taking a quarterback now. Not even a question. Yeah. Um, because I think Joe Flacco is somewhere else. I think he's in New York, the other New York. And Sam Darnold's gone, so they're taking a quarterback right away. Um, and then getting a second for him, I was thought was very impressive. My my gauge was like a third and a fifth. They got more, so that's that's good for them. And then on the Carolina Panthers side, I mean you have Teddy, you have Darnold. That's you're you're saving yourself from injuries there, like both guys can, can play. Darnold is 23 years old still, so he's like very young. And uh, I don't know, like I I just love change of scenery. Yeah, I'm, I'm me a too. Huge fan of saying that as like a positive for a struggling player, which it like more times than not it, it works out. Like we've seen uh, Brian Tannehill is the, the main one that comes to mind yep. for a change of scenery. So I don't know what what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I liked it pretty much for everybody. Um, I think Darnold. Both has a sense of competition now, as well as just the change of scenery and the low taken off of him with just McCaffrey being such an amazing asset there. Um, I do think that Adam Gase just literally also ruins players. Like he ruined Brian Tannehill in Miami and he like ruined Sam Darnold too. So yeah, only getting better help on the coaching side of things. Yeah. Like I th- overall, I think it's a win-win for everybody. I do think the second was a stretch for someone that's really doing nothing and not valued very highly at yeah, all. Yeah, but, but that just shows you like how valuable quarterbacks taken in the top ten are. Even like even if Tua sucks next year, some team would honestly probably throw a second and get Tua. Yeah, just because of upside and cheap quarterback contract, they just hold so much value still, which is just crazy. I also think if Sam is looking like incredibly promising in training camp or anything then they can probably get something decent for Teddy if they actually decide to run with Sam. Yeah, I think they I think I saw something said that they were going they were gonna let Teddy explore a trade if he wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if that was actually credible or not, but that that'd honestly be smart. 
I mean, you only have Teddy for one more year. Yeah. Um, and they already picked up Sam's fifth year option, so they they're they're keeping him for beyond this year. It's not just a experiment. So definitely, Sam's definitely the biggest winner here. Like he has upgrades everywhere. Yeah. Literally from like a nobody running back to an all pro. Literally from Jameson Crowder to Robbie Anderson, which he he's had rapport with before. DJ Moore and whoever they add in the eighth pick now. Um, we'll see after a mock draft who who's sam gets but yeah i actually totally forgot robbie played in the jets before carolina Dude, so was sick with sam bro yeah oh that's huge actually totally forgot about that yeah, yeah. man very interesting honestly kind um, of unexpected for me yeah and honestly a big loser in this the houston texans yeah like that's just it's just another team that's figured out their their quarterback issue for next year thus making sean watson's value lower and yeah so he's like got like 20 allegations right now so that's also not helping them but still like allegations aside i saw so many memes of being like um both in regards to the allegations as well as teams kind of shaping up to it being a way less competitive environment to be getting deshaun where yeah the 49ers figured it out like well and rather than just like being all like um all like turning down first second and third or like three first round picks or whatever, and then being like, no, then them actually now wanting like just like a bag of potato chips or something for them. <laughs> yeah, just give them the washing machine. Yeah, it's just there's so much going on with that guy that his value is just plummeted. As long as if they figure out the sexual stuff, then great. But um it's, it's just not helping no nothing's helping and like and that's, that's easily traded. i mean yeah. it's just kind of like not really the greatest to say but like if they were a smarter managed team they would have traded him um like at the peak of his anger and being like trade me and then they wouldn't have had to it's kind of bad to say but they wouldn't have had to deal with his off-field stuff now yeah it would have just been washed their hands of the whole situation so yep yeah 100 it'll be interesting to say the least yeah i'm excited i'm 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 excited for this coming year i yeah. should say i was talking i was talking to my friends hans he was we we're saying like we went through all the the divisions um and 50 percent of teams have new starting quarterbacks from week one last of last year 50 percent. that's insane which i think is like probably some sort of record yeah um and then we had a couple half ones that will probably most likely be full points next year just like however like the, the Patriots were at least had were a half because we don't know if Cam's going to actually start or not or whatever. So, right. But it's, it's honestly being crazy off season gearing up for a crazy season. So I'm waiting for uh, the Patriots to pick another seventh round QB just for the, <laughs> just for the memes. Just trade to pick one ninety nine. Was it six or seven? Sixth, but pick one ninety nine is always, everyone just talks about the Brady pick. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like a quarterback gets taken there. And Tom will like tweet at him, be like, "You make your own destiny." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. With that being said, though, you want to get into this this mock draft first rounder? Yeah, we're not doing 199. No, we will not be doing all 320 <laughs> picks. No, just the first round. Yes, the first round. Um, and we've I've kind of split up the picks like 50 50, obviously, but kind of geared them towards the teams that we like. So, yeah. Like, obviously, I have the Lions. 49ers you have the the Colts so yeah you want to you want to get into it yeah yeah let's do it all right Johnny's up with the yeah I was actually so 
I was curious, how did you figure out the order of all these um, for my pick and your pick? Because it, it's not snake and it's not uh, uh, altern alternating. Yeah, it, I kind of scuffed this because I made them way too early and then the 49ers traded from an even number to an odd number. So uh, it just kind of messed up my whole thing. Um, so we're going to have some double picks here and there, but I think it, it should be fine. It's going to be a very collective okay. process anyways. So Yeah, yeah no, 100%. But yeah, and it, like, cause the Colts are odd and the Lions were odd too, so it was gonna be some sort of mixture, anyways. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just kind of random, and then I, the trade messed everything up. <laughs> oh, and also, um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I have both the Jets picks, and you have both the Dolphins picks. So that kind of also messed things up too. Yeah. Okay. But like, just to kind of keep some sort of similarity, and if we're trading or whatever. Okay. Well, I'm starting it off. First pick in the draft. I'm gonna go with Justin. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. The Jags take Trevor Lawrence. This this pick is basically already. It's been this established since like January. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if you have any like revelation takes about Trevor Lawrence, or we'll just move on. Yeah. No. We we go. Okay. We we soldier on. We got the Jets. Second pick in the draft. Jets are taking their quarterback of the future out of BYU, Zach Wilson. This pick is honestly like, I would honestly be very surprised if Zach Wilson's not too. Yeah. There was some stuff today of the, the general manager saying that they liked him a lot. I'm not sure if it was, it's literally smokescreen season right now. So everyone's team reporters are just spewing random stories. But like, I think this is pretty, pretty chalked up to be, to be Zach Wilson. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, Third pick. That's back to me again for the 49ers. And Kyle Shanahan and his crew also go with the quarterback, and they take Justin Fields. And if they don't take Justin Fields on draft day, I will literally rage if Mac Jones is taken. <laughs> I'll rage so hard. But I mean, yeah, I like. I think we talked about this obviously with the trade last last episode. But Kyle Shanahan actually having a good quarterback instead of Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Mullins. You should be excited, 49ers fans. And George Kittle owners and Brandon Ayuk owners, hmm. but yeah, third pick going Justin Fields. All right, okay. throwing to Johnny for the Falcons pick with the fourth. Now, are the Falcons listening to trades? Actually, none of my teams would honestly want to trade up. I don't think so. No trades. No trades. Okay. Um, they've been talking about trading out of it though, but I mean, who? I don't know who is want to with the three quarterbacks off the board already. I'm honestly not sure who who would want to trade up, and with Carolina. Obviously, they can trade anyways, but they have a quarterback now. Like, they restructured Matt Ryan's contract, so I don't know if they care too much uh, about getting a QB here. Yeah. Like, I know some people think, like, Trey Lance would go here and stuff, and I don't really think that would be the case. I think they either it's either a trade-out or they take a non-QB. That's, that's where I think I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to think, like... But you if, might be sorry. Go ahead. If the 49ers take Trey Lance, I think it's a little more enticing for them to take Fields. But that's that's just also me. Wait, what do you mean? Like, say the 49ers take Trey Lance at three. Oh, the Falcons could the Falcons take Fields. Could take Fields because that that's just a little more enticing. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. But yeah, this is literally the pick that starts the draft, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Here's where my head goes. I want the just athletic maniac in pits um but i'm gonna be honest i really like hayden hurst and i think he's got more in him okay but 
it's really hard. See, Do you? I don't, I don't think being what? like, oh, like we can't take Kyle Pitts because we have Hayden Hurst. I hope. That's well, no, not their their rationale. I don't think. I don't think there's that. That's their rationale. But I'm thinking, is that incentive to bolster up another spot on their team? Um, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna go with Pitts. It's a good pick. Good pick. All right, I have the Bengals. Joe Burrow, pick five. He's been banging the table for some protection. They sign Riley Reef. So they go out and grab Jamar Chase. Wide receiver. His homie from LSU. They link up together. Um, Yeah, just Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. You just kind of just hope your offensive line can just kind of creep back towards average and not kill Joe Burrow again. Mm. But yeah, that's the rationale here. They they go with Jamar Chase. Penny Sewell okay. still on the board. I feel like that's tough. Like I know Burrow would love either. Tr- that's the thing. Yeah, here's my rationale though. Penny Sewell, generational tackle, great, great piece. They're like it's not gonna be a bad pick if they take him. But Penny Sewell is one fifth of an O line. Yeah. Whereas Jamar Chase could literally like like just the difference that he would make separating on the outside. Hopefully getting a couple yards so that bro can get the ball out faster. It might not even matter if you had Penny Sewell or not, right? So it's just kind of the, the push and pull relationship that is protection versus separation. Um, and they so go separation. Chase, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd? Yeah, man. That's nuts. And they get literally, they're they're building like anyone can play in the slot, anyone can play outside with, with those three, yeah. which, which is pretty special. All right, to All right. the Dolphins. I think the man has gone down too far i'm going with penny soul and a soul going to the dolphins that's a good pick man it's a deep wide receiver class the dolphins do have a, another pick in the first round where they can address weapons they also did sign will fuller too so mm. you you don't have to worry too much about a Devonte smith jalen waddle or anything like that but yeah good pick good pick now it's up to the lions my boys and they're going to go out and grab Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Wow. The wide receiver room sucks in Detroit. I don't think we're doing Jared Goff any favors next year with what our defense looks like either. But Jalen Waddle could be a Tyree Kill type. Feaster on the outside. Lions grab wide receiver. So you like him You like him that much more than Devontae Smith? Yeah. Wow, okay. Devontae Smith is super good if Jalen Waddle didn't get injured this year we it'd be a totally different conversation Devontae Smith we might be thinking about him as a back of the first round kind of guy Devontae right. Smith is 170 pounds that is mm-hmm. very light for a wide receiver like he's gonna get hit a lot more than he did in college because he's not gonna be like literally head and shoulders better than the competition he might be like an inch or two and so as a Lions fan would I be mad if they took him probably not but would I be mad in week three when he breaks the his femur or something because he's only 170 pounds probably but he's a good player yes so, yeah. sir yes sir okay the lions grab their speedy wide receiver of the future on the clock is the panthers okay so um here i don't i know they don't necessarily need wide receivers yeah, they're good. but they're i know they good. lost they lost curtis samuel they got David Moore though, and DJ Moore. Yeah, and Robbie Anderson. But I know you're the I think, of the Panthers though. I know. I think the main 
And the best option here to go with is uh, Sertain, is it? Patrick Sertan. Sertan. That is a good pick. I honestly, I haven't done a mock draft since Darnold trade, so. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I I feel like if it wasn't the Darnold trade, they would have got. Well, I'd literally just pencil in Trey Lance there. Yeah, exactly. Or they would trade up and pick someone. But yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Positional value, quarterback one off the board. And Johnny, you're up again for the Broncos. Oh, I am. Okay, well, I am going straight for North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Honestly, dream scenario here for the Broncos. He really is. Don't need as soon as you mentioned, As soon as you mentioned it was my pick, I was like, oh, snap, yeah, this is yeah. perfect. Yeah. They don't have to trade up. They get Drew Locke a bit of competition. He's a bit more of a project than everyone else, the other five, the other four guys. But I I don't know if I'm not sure if you've heard this kind of comp, but he's very he's the same situation as Josh Allen was his draft year. Coming out of a small school, not a lot of great competition, but he's got the physical tools, he's got the body, he's got the speed, the a really game game breaking, game changing quarterback in the NFL. Great pick. Hmm. But Now it is my turn with the Cowboys. And they just saw Patrick Sertan go off the board, and they grab a cornerback of their own, J.C. Horn. Cornerback two coming off the board. It's not a very Jerry Jones type of pick. You would probably honestly grab Devontae Smith, probably, because that's just what he does. He's grabbed some flashy players. But the Cowboys need help on defense. They need help in that secondary. It was was pretty atrocious last year. So they grab J.C. Horn, the best press man corner in the class. Nice. Would you have gone somewhere else here? I I debated offensive tackle, but you know Dak back, quicker decision maker, probably won't look as bad last year, and their defensive or their offensive line was a little bit banged up. Yeah, man. I think um, Michael Parsons was on the board. I honestly, I feel like um, if Horn goes before uh, Sertain, or Sir, is it Sertan or Sertain? Sertan. Sertan. Man, the AI is yeah, it just kind of throws you off. So the Sertan. Um, cause he, he played with, uh, Trevon Diggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he's the perfect situation. Dude, that'd be the like, all Alabama cornerback. There, yeah, dude. Yeah. That would be sick. But, um, JC Horn, I think that's, I think that's the right slot. I think yeah. it's good. If, if like nine times out of 10 or like pre Sam Darnold, Sertan's fallen to 10, but yeah, that it just changes it changes everything yeah nice pull nice pull all right okay you got the giants the football giants okay so i think they just picked one. up kenny galladay saquon's coming back healthy the defense is yeah. gearing up i mean they look solid they're looking solid their defense is solid kept them in to a degree last year i think i'm gonna bolster it even more and go with uh micah parsons jeez what a pick that's I like that fit honestly. Parsons falling down to eleven. That like defense that, yeah. is scary. That defense, yeah, and and the offense is is honestly pretty solid too. Like Daniel Jones has a lot to prove next year, mm. to say the least. And coming Ken Kenny Holiday coming in, you can afford to grab the best defensive linebacker in the class. All right, another NFC East team. Twelfth overall pick in the twenty twenty one NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles. They traded down, and they get their guy, Devontae Smith. Pair him up with Jalen Rager, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. I like that. He was a good fall for them. It was honestly perfect because a lot of people thought they would be taking 
Smith at six too. Mm. And obviously he got a little bit of help from Detroit taking Jalen Waddle before him, but you get a guy. And yeah, like my take with Pitts, Chase, Waddle, Devontae Smith, they're all game changing players. All would love to have them on your team, but whoever gets the last one off the board, they're gonna have the best value. Their contracts can be mm. cheaper. And since they traded back, they ended up getting more picks. So there you have it. There you go. Pick thirteen. Justin Herbert and the Chargers. New coach, Brandon Staley. Okay, so I think I think for the 13th pick, the Chargers are, I know they just kind of figured out the, the right side uh, of Herbert's line, but I think they need some protection in the blind spot. I think they're they're going to go with Rayshon Slater. Good pick. Good pick. I like that fit too. Slater's, a, Slater's also very versatile too, so if he needs to start at guard, he can start at guard. You got Corey Lindsley there. What's that guy's name? Ziegler? Ziegler? They got him too. I'm liking that. Give Justin Herbert a little bad. more time. We're good to go. Um, Is it me? It's my oh, pick no, it's here. You, it's you. 14th pick in the NFL draft. I got the Vikings. It's kind of, kind of tough, obviously, that we're I've got a pick for the rival team, but I think they're staring at Christian Derrissaw right in the face. Saw Riley Reef had to go. They bring in Derrissaw, give Kirk a little more protection, give Dalvin Cook a couple more holes to run through, break off some big runs, and they grab an offensive tackle for the future. Bit of a run on offensive tackles here, two in a row. Hmm. Okay. Would you have gone anywhere differently? I was I was debating Christian Barmore, but they did sign that uh, I think Dalvin Tomlinson is the name, some guy from uh, from the Giants to to plug the middle of their defensive line there. I went off it. Yeah, no, I think that's a solid pick. I um, I'm excited, man. If you get Cousins gets more protection there, we're gonna see JJ go. JJ Jettas, let's go, dude. Yeah. How high are you drafting uh, Jefferson in fantasy? Oh, man, I don't know. That's tough. Back end of the second round. I was about to say, like, around pick, 25th pick. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, something to the third. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Patriots. Bill coming off the big spending spree in free agency. Yeah, this one's tough for me. It's tough. This one's tough because I don't know about Newton, man. Dude. I do don't know their plans here they uh there's so many questions uh they filled quite a lot of holes they filled on the offensive side and then the free agency i will say that and a couple defensives yannick and gawkway jalen mills in the secondary i want to i want to i want to phone a friend here give me your insights what what are you thinking okay. for bill belichick what is okay word their... on the street is that mac jones is the next tom brady and so I don't know if they could pass that up if they don't have to trade up for him. Yeah. But as a as a me personally, I don't I'm already jumping off any bandwagon or whatever promotional of Mac Jones whatsoever and Christian Barmore, the best defensive tackle in this class by a wide margin. Like this is like Kyle Pitts to his next uh tight end level of margin. He's staring me in the face too. I don't think you can go wrong with either of those two guys um i'm going mac jones here dude that's good value people are saying he's the next tom brady people are saying that the 49ers should be taking him <laughs> i don't think that that should be the case but you got a young quarterback you have him you have cam figure out what you can do alabama qb man yep it's going to it's bill a, going to bill tough one all right cardinals are up 16th pick kyler murray's got a new weapon in aj green the defense has got jj watts but they're gonna make a strength even stronger and grab christian barmore to plug that interior 
you have J.J. Watt off one edge. You have Chandler Jones off another. You have Christian Barmore plugging things up in the middle. You got Buda Baker on the back end. This is what I'm here for. Back-to-back -back Alabama picks coming off the board. Nice. Very nice. 17th overall pick with the Raiders. What do you got? Um, So, I think they need... They literally traded their whole offensive line for nothing. Yeah, I know. But where we stand in the draft, it's a bit of a reach scenario. That's what I'm saying. Now, like, I'm torn right here on Owusu. I like the Owusu-Kormoa pick. Or and Little. Walker Little's also great. But that's a reach. Yeah. So you're, are you thinking about a bit of a trade-back scenario, potentially? I would I would definitely consider that. Okay. Because, uh, let's see, do any of my teams want to trade up? It's tough to trade up for a, uh, a non-quarterback, but I think... Trayvon Moreg will be enticing to some teams. And what the Saints do. So the Saints are gonna are gonna trade up. Is that too far back of a trade, you think, for the, the Raiders? The Saints. Saints at pick twenty-eight. Hmm. Could get Dylan. Raidens will be there. Cosme will be around. Alex Leatherwood too. Like the back end of the first, I imagine a lot of a lot of uh a lot of guys that could be coming off the board. Let's pull up the trades here. So boom boom. You throw in a third, a seventh, and a third for next year. Would would the Raiders be okay with that? You grab a, another a first, mid round pick. A third and a seventh. A seventh and then a, a twenty twenty two third to move back eleven spots. Yeah, I'd do that. First trade of the draft. The Raiders have accepted the offer. Alright, so now it's my pick. These Saints are gonna go out and grab Trayvon Moreg, safety out of Texas Christian. They're getting younger on defense. It's a change regime there. We got Jameis up front. Trayvon Moreg locking it down at the back. And the Saints, they are a very trade-up team. They've traded up for random defensive players before, and they do it again here. You love to see it. You love to see it. All right. You're up for the Miami Dolphins at 18. Okay. 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 I think... Um... You've drafted Penny Sewell. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, Penny Sewell. I'm liking that a lot. Um, hmm, given, given a look-see, given an up and down. Ooh, ooh. I'm going, uh, I'm going with Quiddy. Quiddy Pay. Great pick. First edge coming off the board. That's honestly, honestly, yeah, I've, I didn't even see Quiddy Pay there. I've yes, mocked sir. Him, I mocked him a lot to the Giants and the Eagles and the Chargers. Falling all the way to the Dolphins. Great pick. By Brian Flores and staff. Quiddy Pay, he's like, he's like also like, I guess the um, unknown comp could be a Josh Allen. He's a very toolsy, athletic guy, but he just really hasn't put it together yet. And mm. I think the Brian Flores staff, with how good of a, a defense they already are, I think that'll be really beneficial for him there if he can find his way to Miami. Yeah. Good pick. All right. The Washington professional football team, you are up again, Johnny. Okay. We have Ryan Fitzpatrick. We have Curtis Samuel. The defense is coming back next year. One year stronger. Chase Young. I think this is uh I think this is a dream pick for for Owusu. Owusu Koromoa. I like that. I really like this for Washington. The, the backers are literally the worst part of that defense. I like that fit a lot. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, the Swiss Army knife. He's already given offensive coordinators nightmares with how versatile he is. Great pick. Dude, him and Honey Badger. Woo. All right. 20th pick in the NFL draft. We got Andy Dalton in Chicago, and they got a decent defense, but they did lose Kyle Fuller, 
So they go out and grab Greg Newsom for the cornerback position. Bolster that pack up. Get a little cheaper on defense. I was thinking wide receiver here, but you were able to tag Allen Robinson. Darnell Mooney breakout. You heard it here. You heard it everywhere. Everyone knows Darnell Mooney's going to break out. They grab Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Going to pick 21. The Colts. Coming fresh off the Carson Wentz trade. Re-signing back some of the defensive pieces. Yes, sir. T.Y. Hilton's coming back for a Super Bowl run. They, okay. So no doubt, no doubt, we're going offensive tackle here. Gotta, gotta fill the, the Costanza hole. The question is, who's our man? Protect Wentz. Walker this Little, he has some injury concerns. He didn't play at all last year because of injury, so there's that. Yeah. Dylan Raiden, small school guy, but... Able to push kids around. Tevin Jenkins was uh, clearing the way for solid running game and a pretty good pass pro too. I don't think you could go wrong with either of those three guys. I like I like them filling that filling that hole. I think I'm going with Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins, out of Oklahoma State, going to the Indianapolis Colts. I like that a lot. All right, we'll go to the division rivals, the Tennessee Titans. Pick 22. They let their entire entire defense go. Oh, secondary. So they go out and grab big faller, Caleb Farley. Very and nice. Caleb Farley, only reason he's not cornerback one is because he's had some back surgery. But I don't think it don't think it lets him fall out of the first round. And if he's staring the Titans in the face, they'll go for the upside play and pick up the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. It's definitely the play for them. Pass rush does need some addressing. The entire defense there needs some addressing. But, you know, a good start with Farley. Address it later down in the draft. But let's throw it to the New York Jets. My second pick for the Jets. They've picked up Zach Wilson. They've picked up Corey Davis in free agency. They also picked up another receiver that's escaping my brain right now, but they also picked up another receiver, so they are not looking at that. But a stud on the defensive line. They're going to go out and grab Jason Owe from Penn State, who ran a 4-3-8-40 time, which is absurd for a man of his size. Robert Salah, new New piece on defense. Get a marquee edge rusher, which they haven't honestly had in New York Jets in a while. So that is my pick for the Jets. There it is. All right. I have third pick in a row. The Steelers, they're going to go. They're, they're not beating anyone around a bush. They're taking Walker Little. Alejandro Villanueva out of there. Big Ben needs some protection. They go out and grab the stud left tackle from Stanford and fill those holes. Very nice. We'll go to Jacksonville for their second pick in the first round. Okay, so Jags need someone to protect Robinson to protect their new boy, their new golden boy, Lawrence. And I am going to go actually a little bit down the board and go Samuel Cosme. Cosme out of Texas. Good pick, good pick. Also versatility too to play inside if needed. Yep. You got Cam Robinson there too for uh, offensive tackle if needed, but also good pick. Protect the franchise. The Cleveland Browns coming off a historic coach of the year playoff season but they need some help they are going to grab someone to give miles garrett some pressure off of him they're going to go out and grab edge defender out of miami not gregory rousseau but jalen phillips one of the biggest risers after his pro day putting up some nasty numbers and they're honestly a pretty perfect team they got obj coming back solid run game add some help to the pass rush they're locked and loaded for next year. Very nice, very nice. Let's throw to the 
Baltimore Ravens for pick 27. I think the Ravens are happy with either or between Jalen Phillips and Aziz, but I think Aziz has fallen to them, one of the best speed rushers in this draft. I think they're going to pick Aziz for the 27th pick. Good pick, fill in that Yannick Ngakwe vacancy. I like that a lot. Yes, sir. And now we're back. We're back to the traded back. And the men still available. Dylan Redunds. Welcome to the Oakland Raiders. Or Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. I mean, they did trade their entire, entire... Why do I say keep changing? They traded one guy and they cut two guys to the cap. Mm-hmm. So they need to build that that trench back up. Dylan Reed's good cornerstone piece right away. And they they grabbed some more picks to build in the future for next year or to, to trade for some other guys if they wanted to trade up to later on in the draft. Go All right. For the Green Bay Packers. So here, I think this is the year that Rodgers oh. gets another option out in front of them they're banging the table in green bay yes sir and uh you know i think it's um i think so i heard that rashad bateman had a weird pro day um is that right i don't actually i can't remember there's been so many pro days i don't actually i couldn't actually tell you off the top of my head all i heard was he gained a lot of weight lost some vert and got slower (laughs) that's hey that i mean that's the speculation but hey, I still think this is the man. Four three nine forty. So not okay. terribly slow. But yeah, no, that sounds that honestly sounds familiar. Yeah. So you didn't like rise the, after it, but these top three are um are really for the pickings. Yeah, the one who's, this uh, is they they've walked into a very luxury scenario here. Yeah, yeah. I think uh you know what? I think this is a little bit biased, but I'm going with Ole Miss, Elijah Moore. I like that pick. Elijah's played a lot in the slot, and they get everyone to play. They play, play Devontae in the slot. They play some Valdez Cantling in the slot. You got to know how to play in the slot if you want to be a wide receiver. In Green Bay, I like that fit. I've mocked that mm, I like that. That was perfect. All right, three more picks. The Buffalo Bills coming off a also historic season, making it to the AFC Championship. They're in need of some help across of Tredavious White. They also do need an edge rusher, but... Their guys are a little bit further down the board. They're not liking. So they go with Asante Samuel Jr., son Very of nice. Asante Samuel Sr., former NFL player for the Patriots, actually. And also Patrick Sertan. His dad played in the NFL, too. Lots of bloodlines in the cornerback class this year. Very nice. Very nice. And I guess also J.C. Horn is nephew of Joe Horn, former uh, New Orleans Saints wide receiver. Fun fact. Hmm. There you go. But let's throw it to the Kansas City Chiefs. Or your second last pick in the draft. I feel like they need to reach for this one. Um, I think Kansas is really debating right now between now that Bateman is there taunting them to add to their insane offense. But I feel like after this Super Bowl and after losing so much of Mahomes' trusty O-line, I think they're going to have to go with Alex Leatherwood. Okay. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. It's a tough one. Like, are you are you thinking I'm, I'm, we got to go with Bateman? Two months ago, I was, yeah, we're smashing offensive tackle. And then recently, I've I've switched to the one more wide receiver that can actually make plays would really put them over the top. Yeah. Um, And I think it's going to really depend on what's, 
what's there on draft day. It's like there could be a literal like, like we had in ours. There could be a, a even bigger run of offensive tackles. Yeah. Like the the Jets could grab at at twenty three. I've even had both these two teams, the the Bears and Washington Football Team, take tackles as well. So depending on what's there, I like those are the the two things. Like first and second round that has to be addressed because they didn't address it in free agency. But yeah. Here you go. Last pick in the draft. The Buccaneers, Super Bowl champions, they're bringing everyone back. They're going to go out, and they're going to go and pick USC. Your offensive lineman, Elijah Veritucker. Veritucker played tackle last year. He's a better guard center. I think this really helps them get younger on the... I mean, it's a very luxury pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have. Like They're, they're one of the, the like only teams here that really doesn't have a need. Um, And so grabbing, a, um, grabbing an offensive lineman here keep on their rookie deal to be in the rotation with the versatility to play across the line i think is is a very smart play um because you look one year back say the kansas city chiefs drafted they drafted clyde edwards alaire in the in the 2020 nfl draft looking back yeah. on i don't obviously hindsight is 2020 like the year but you would have rather had a, a young offensive tackle to be able to to fill in for, for this year with Clearly, both your tackles being very old guys. Yeah. And so that's where the Buccaneers go. I know they have Tristan Wirfs on one side. Um, but yeah, I just I just think that's a very smart play on their part to go offensive tackle. Good choice. It's a good choice to round out the first round. Mock baby. Not too shabby. Honestly, pretty good mock. We got some good picks here. Obviously, this is my first one with the Darnold trade. So that honestly good to see how that's kind of gonna play out. Yeah. I do think cornerback is the is the way of the road for them. Yep. But yeah, excited. End of the month. Coming up on it. Exciting time. Yeah, and I like that uh I like Carolina was able to get some some more secondary bolstering. Yeah, that's gonna be there's gonna be some some powerhouse divisions at the start of the year, man. Yeah. That NFC South is gonna be Panthers are honestly a sneaky team. They are. I'm excited. Yeah, they're well is I think that routes this up. I think it's time. It's time, let's get it. Let's get it. Is a beauty and a beat. Ah, what? Who can make my life complete? Alrighty, what do you want to start with? Um, ooh, hit me with a bot. Bot. Okay, so I'm a big Twitter guy. That's like my main source of news and just you know sports stuff um this guy follow i follow some fantasy guys this guy tweeted oh this guy deleted his tweets okay um i'm gonna just screenshot these so i can read them Fair enough. um so wait why was this okay i wasn't deleted. um so this fantasy analyst he said can we please stop saying if this young QB can take a Josh Allen type jump, Josh Allen is one of one which like i'm kind of in the same i don't know what your take is about that but like it's very very one of one like it that hasn't happened in a while like a terrible quarterback the year before becomes like an mvp candidate the next year um, yeah so as a joke i say yeah but if big big ben can make that jump next year the steelers would be super bowl favorites as a joke <laughs> and so the guy that tweeted it with the blue check mark he favorited my uh, tweet acknowledging my joke but then this guy this i don't know who this guy is comes into this harmless joke and just starts beefing me <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, dude, it's a joke. And then he deleted his tweet. So my bot is Twitter beefer named Robert. <laughs> named Robert. That's my bot. You outed him. You outed him. His name is Robert. <laughs> He's lived in Pittsburgh and watched every game and knows the Steelers lean on their defense. 
Yeah. It's clearly a joke. I was trying to pick the oldest and the worst QB to make it joke up. <laughs> and it really didn't work, so. Yeah, poor guy. Poor Robert. Poor Rob, Rob, 412. Whoops. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, okay, my bot. My bot. Um, crap, I had, I knew it as I was coming, so now I'm forgetting. Um, dang, what was it? Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is going to happen quite a bit. Um, because I'm house hunting all the time right now. Um, so Cass and I went to go see a property. This property looks beautiful and it's in our price range. And we're like, how the heck is this in our price range? And so we go see it and we get there and we pull in the driveway and we're like, wow, yeah, this looks great coming up. And then we see this tree covered in spray paint. Oh. And we're like, okay, what is this? And then my real estate agent, uh, he was like, this is kind of odd. Spray paint. I wonder if this house is spray painted. We looked more closely at the house and the entire house isn't professionally painted it's all spray painted oh and so it's all spray painted like a code or like one nice little coat of dark gray and if you look hard enough it's not a good job at all and then we look underneath the gutters and there's paint all over them Uh. and it looks super rough on the outside when you actually focus it on it. We're like, okay, this is weird. We get up to the door and the door isn't properly fastened. And so they have this huge vinyl covering to prevent like whether it be leaks or uh, air from getting in through the door because it doesn't, it's not flush. So they have this huge vinyl thing keeping it flush, but then it blocks half of the lock. So we had, we had such a hard time actually getting into the house to see it because oh, it was covering half the lock. And then we get, yeah, super, super odd. And then we get in first step I take into the house on this really nice looking floor. The floor does like an air bubble and pops up a little bit in front of me. Oh gosh. So the floor isn't level. It's all wobbly. And some of the planks are sticking up when you actually like kick through it. And then further we go through it, we're seeing horrible paint jobs. We're seeing oh, no. horrible, like this place did exactly what it was supposed to do, which was take photos from afar to make it look stunning. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic. And then it just baits people into like, like this job was probably like this property was probably bought super cheap flipped with like no money professionally put into it to actually flip it and they're probably going to make a huge profit off of it because how the market is in ontario is some people aren't even going to check out the houses people are like we don't have time to see all the houses we're going to throw in bids yeah so i'm and it and here's the thing here's the catch is the house is sold with a condition as as is oh which means if you sign off yeah yeah yeah, they're not giving anything. So it was, uh, we are so glad we went to see it because no joke, no joke. Cass and I were literally thinking of not even going to see it and putting in an offer. Oh. Yeah. So we are definitely seeing every place we go to, especially if it says as is. <laughs> yeah. Like no doubt. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. We were like, this is the worst job and i feel so bad for whoever's gonna get like scammed and it's gonna like go for something wild i i have my eyes on it just to keep an eye on to see how much it's actually gonna sell for because it 
it really like irked me. So yeah, it's just people are trying to make a quick buck. Yeah, yeah, and just taking advantage of everybody like in the mm-hmm. midst of COVID and so many things being shut down and people's livelihoods being taken from them, and yet they're uh, just trying to make cash off of doing. Literally, if you bought this place, you would have to redo all of the brand new renos. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was so horrible. So that's definitely my butt. Um, okay, let's switch over to a beat. My beat is throwing it back a bit. I may have Dude, had I'm this in the... chucking it back too, bro. Let's go. It's not chucking too far. Oh, okay. Not really far at all, actually. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's not chucking it far at all. But I'm still checking it back to uh, one of my favorite bands in Fleet Foxes. And I'm going back to their 2017 album, Crack Up. And man, it is just so amazing. All right. Yeah. If you want to hear a song, listen to Fool's Errand. And it is. Cass and I saw it live and I heard it come on a playlist I was recently listening to. I'm like, I got to listen to this again. Fool's Errand. Okay. So good. Adding it to the workout playlist. All right. Okay. My beat. We're throwing it back. Like also kind of times in my my beauty, which is kind of good too, I guess. Um, Michael Jackson. A song called DS. D.S. Michael Jackson. It's on his. I guess. I guess it's like a greatest hits album that it's kind of on. But it is basically a uh, a diss track for the uh, U.S. District Attorney at the time. Very nice. So yeah. That's hilarious. And, uh, I need to give that a listen. Wait, what's it called again? D S, really D dot S. Okay. Song by Michael Jackson. Um, the chorus is about Tom Snedden. It's about Tom Snedden is a cold man. Um, because Tom Snedden was trying to like accuse him for um what he was what he, they thought he was doing. Um, being like a I guess like a pedophile. They were trying to accuse him. Hmm. Um, and I don't know how I want to spin this as my beauty, but like I've listened I listened <laughs> to a podcast um just about the whole all the trials and stuff like that um and how he had like four accusers and like none of the stories lined up and i i don't know i just kind of like that kind of not really like true crime but like talking about like like i like the oj documentary a lot and learning about that so it's just cool to learn about like these cases the law and stuff oh yeah so that's That's like that's like one of Braden and my favorite things to do yeah yeah it's amazing I need to, there's like a documentary I need to watch yet too. So I'm excited for that. But like, it's just kind of fun to like learn and like dig into myself and figure out my own opinion about it all too. Right. So fun fact, actually, my, um, my brother, uh, Steve, the weave, Steve, the weave, um, let's go. Dave, the weave, <laughs> Steve, the weave, come on to the show. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so Steve is actually, um, preparing for the LSATs. Oh, let's go. And, uh, in all of his practice tests, um he's getting uh around 173 score and basically if you're over 170 then i think it's like 175 is like harvard level and then 170 is like very very elite and he's getting around 173 every time oh dude what kind of lawyer do you want to be like criminal or uh i don't know he's talked about being a defense lawyer which would be that's like a whole nother conversation. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a tough thing to I think like as a Christian that's like a hard thing to totally be comfortable doing. But he is just such an appreciation for the law. And yeah. he ends he him and his wife probably will actually end up moving to the States because American law is just so much better than Canadian law. Yeah. It's crazy. So 
Yeah, so we'll see about that, but fun little tidbit there. I'll keep you all posted about how that goes. Yeah, dude. All right, finish that uh, off. Finish it off. Alrighty. My beauty. My beauty. Um, I feel like there's a lot of good things that have happened recently. Um, but my beauty, I think, has got to go to the beach Sunday service that I had. That's sick, man. On the beach, bro. Yeah, it was Baptism so, so nice out. Great to see everybody from the church who haven't been able to come out to some in-person gatherings that we're doing and just in yeah in the midst of like everything that's going on and so many things that ontario what is it ontarioans ontarians ontarians Ontarians, is that it i'm not sure i lived there for 11 years i don't even know yeah well people in ontario i feel like there's a lot a lot of uproar against doug ford right now yeah, I've seen, I've been seeing some of that. Yeah, so I think that was just like it was a it was a good workaround to both be like in a position of like praying and thinking of our leaders, and then also seeing the importance of gathering and having Easter together and seeing the good in that. So it was a it was just really really good, and to see a baptism for one of the girls that has recently got connected with our church online in the midst of everything, and man, that's awesome. Lots of good stuff, so definitely a beauty. Sweet. Well, there it is. This has been the episode. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Peace. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see you. your skin i wanna wrap my arms around you baby never let you go and i see you there's nothing like your touch it's the way you lift me up yeah and i'll be right here with you till the end i got my features out in georgia oh yeah shit i get my weed from california that's that shit i took my chick up to the north yeah badass bitch i get my light right from the source yeah yeah that's it you ain't sure yeah Souvenirs. There's no time, I want to make more time And give you my whole life I left my girl, I'm in my Yorker Hate to leave it, call it torture Remember when I couldn't hold her Left the baggage for a moment Out in Georgia, oh yeah, shit. I get my weed from California, that's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah, yeah, that's it. I get the feeling, so I'm sure. Hand in my hand because I'm yours. I can't, I can't pretend I can't ignore you right from me. Don't think you wanna know just where I've been. Oh. I got my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah shit. 
I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it.